You're listening to the Fire in a Hole podcast with Richard and Jason, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and a cast. If you want to keep the show free and help us keep the lights on, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. If you have ideas for the show, we'd like to come on the show, uh, don't hesitate to drop us a line at Podcast at gmail.com. That's Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Really great episode today. Yeah, we had Simon Traversi. Correct, Simon Traversi, uh, martial arts enthusiast, uh, martial arts trainer. Linguist. Yeah, practically, right? Guy speaks like 10 languages. Yeah. Um, my former and, and on and off personal trainer or sensei. Former and future. Former and future sensei. Um, he's a KC practitioner. Um, he's uh, done karate, he's done kung fu. Basically Batman. He's basically Batman, yeah. He's uh, he's just like an all-around uh, physical specimen and uh, a trainer, but with a brain, right? Yeah, yeah. He was he was great, real thinking guy, and uh, a lot of interesting uh, points of view. Yeah, we talked about a couple of things. Yeah, he's working in security. Uh, we talked about Casey and the relationship with Batman. Yep. So the Batman Begins, Dark Knight, uh, martial art. Um, at least the martial art that was popularized by those films. and A little uh, bullying story. A little bullying story, which in we haven't true, had in a while. True Fire in the Hole style. Yep. Yep. He's into, we talked about some of the greats in boxing. Tyson, Foreman, etc. Yeah, Liston. Yeah, he clearly, I mean, Simon is a ridiculously enthusiastic, passionate uh, student of the arts. And then we finished off with talking about his book. He's been working on this book for the past few years and i think we start talking about it around the 60 minute mark yep so around the 60 minute mark uh, for those of you that are tuning in for the show uh we know that many of uh, he has he's got a bit of a following uh and for those of you wanting to know about the details and the genesis of his book uh, which is based on the peekaboo style which is a, a style often connected to mike tyson's uh, sort of fighting uh, defense guard kind of thing. Like, um, he, he gets into that and how he came about. Yeah, uh, it's a fascinating story. If they don't have a, that extreme addict personality, you can never understand how a guy can blow 300 or 400 million dollars. It's if I have to live at the top of the world, I also have to live at the bottom of the ocean. It's not, I don't know how to live in the middle of the life. <laughs> very independent also and uh it's just i'm not a big i don't follow traditions that much or conventions is your family traditional no but like every family they have their convention their 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 ways of doing yeah sure sure. i've always been a bit maverick in that sense i'm doing my own thing Uh and i i guess uh finding out which personality type i was really helped me out figuring out why i was like that uh, really, you believe in that stuff? The, the uh, well, I, from what I've read about me, it's it's pretty me to a T. I mean, okay, I found out I'm a. It's called INTJ, like introverted, mm-hmm. intuitive, uh, uh, thinking, and judgment. Richard, you know this test? Yeah, you you know these things, right? Yeah, uh, it's a it's a very like every 
every it, company makes you take it, those. Yeah, it's a company one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. It, it, it's not. It, it's not foolproof, and nor the, should any no, test no, be really exactly like ENTJ or something like yeah. that. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. like and it, it, it's just to give you a ballpark idea, and because personalities in, over time can change. Yeah, uh, I trust. I trust those ones more. The ones that go like here are some tendencies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Rather it's than not, like it's horoscope. Not, it, it's not written in, in stone. For instance, I'm going to give you an example. If you. It's a very corny, geeky example. If you take Sarah Connor from the first Terminator and Sarah Connor from the second one, uh-huh. we're talking about two separate people all together. And that's why that's when nature and nurture kicks in because nurture will influence your personality and change it in accordance to your experience. Sure. So who you, were, who you were five years ago, if nothing happens, you're going to stay the same guy. But if the more you have baggage, pain and hardship, and, and it'll struggle forge you. Yeah, it'll forge you exactly yeah. it'll change you for the better or the worse you know right but when i read about that <coughs> about about some of the personality traits of INTJ, i said okay that's that's pretty me too what was the if you had to like summarize what did it say about you that you were like yes 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 um well first of all introverted there's this cliche that uh, you're some kind of jerk off who can't look at people in, in the in the eye and he you know you, you can't talk to a girl but autistic or whatever exactly yeah. you're, you're, you're like you can't stand you don't have you have no backbone but that's that's not what it means Intro- misunderstood right in, introverted means you, you simply live in your, in your head and you you energize in solitude that's what it means basically uh, and of all the personality types, actually, INTJs turn out to be the most self-assertive uh, and self-confident. Because uh, they're not always looking for yeah. like um, approval of exactly. what they think. Uh, right? you, you don't, I don't personally look to fit in. I try to stand out. I can go to movies by myself. I can spend an entire week alone with my dog and two cats. And I don't need people's approval. Of course, I, I like being with you, with you guys. But uh, and I can talk in public, no problem. But unlike other somebody who's extroverted, like me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for uh, me so it's some, the complete opposite. Exactly, some yeah. people, the extroverted people, they get energized by being around people. Yeah. Whereas me, it's gonna drain me, you know, gradually being around people. E- even the, the people I love, uh, I mean, at some point I need my alone time. That, that's what basically intro, introvert, introversion means. Where, where introverted we, and introspective. Yeah, exactly. And self, you, you, like, uh, exactly. Where do you well, land in that pers- in that spectrum? I think I'm actually on the extroverted. Really? Yeah. It, oh. I mean, it depends on the situation, but yeah. Okay. So I'm a bit of a peop- I'm a more of a people person. Even but though I, you're I, quiet. I identify with both personally. If you'd ask me, like. I think I'm probably somewhere like a half step between the. Yeah. Have you taken this test? I have taken the test. And what did it yield in terms of? Uh, I was extroverted on extroverted. And you were were you more like sensing, like more hands on, live in the moment, or more introversion? You 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 contemplate the complexities of life. You you look at the at the big picture. You're very you, you follow your gut feeling more. You're more. You obsess about you dwell in the past, obsess about the future. That's what that's me. I'm always uh, sometimes like I can walk and <laughs> and I snap back to reality. And I'm, I'm one yeah. mile. <laughs> You're miles away. I, yeah. I think I've mentioned it on a bunch of other podcasts, but uh, pretty much every mo- one of my uh, report cards from like elementary school was like, ah, Richard, you know, he's smart and he's doing well, but. You know, he needs to get his head out of the clouds. Okay, sort of thing. so that you'd be more uh, in leaning more towards in, intuition, in, like th- pe- pe- yeah, people are probably. more sensitive. They're they're very you know concrete, hands on. They live in the moment, like cops. You know, like they they're very observant. I'm not saying I, I'm not, but I have to 
Uh, it's not something that comes naturally. It comes easily, yeah. Exactly. exactly. You can do both. Yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah you, exactly. It's, it's, not, just, it's, it's not written in stone. You, you, you can work on your weaknesses. Yeah. For, for instance, I'm not a... I realize that... Because sometimes I and TJ sell you, they can be very cold, very acerbic. And I can't be that if you push me or if I really don't like your face or or I, it's time to put my foot down. Yeah. But uh, I can also say like, okay, is this accept, acceptable? Am I, did right. I cross the line? And that's not something pure... Pure, pure, pure INTJs won't do. Right. Uh, I don't think there's anybody who's really pure or anything. Well, it's just where on the spectrum do you INTJs line, are, land? Are yeah. often the villains in the stories. Like really, Palpa- uh, yeah. Palpatine and he's they're, they're an really, INTJ. They're, but they're really entrepreneurial. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they work really hard. <laughs> the Reverse Flash is an INTJ. Okay. Uh, but uh, Batman is an INTJ as well. And, okay. Uh, so he's yeah, almost yeah. a villain. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just that you, you're as an INTJ because of your rational side. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 we sense feelings, and it's, no, we're not robots. Just that we're never gonna uh, feeling will never override our logic. Right. Like it, it's, 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 we're always gonna put feelings in the back burner because we know that you can't make a good decision based purely on emotions. Hmm. So, and and judgment means: Are you structured? Are you somebody like man, the man with a plan, or are you more like yo, dude, bro, relax, let like. Follow, go with the flow, man. Like more yeah. like a Chiche Chung kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Not too, not a, a, a bit. You know, you're not too str- organized. You, me, Just I go mean, with the flow. Exactly. I, you'll I get I, there when you'll get there. Yeah. Like, I knew two months in advance that I should prepare for this. <laughs> like you know, I my my I'm I'm work first, play 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 hard first. Eh, sorry, work hard first play hard later if i know okay. simon he probably came out with a fire in a hole or a podcast workout yeah. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> like whenever i see those graph graphs on uh, the internet of like the batman workout the wolverine workout i'm like this yeah. is shit it's that simon, simon could 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 develop like in 10 <laughs> seconds but like he'd have even more specific scenarios or like the waiting at the airport workout yeah, yeah. uh the, I, my bus is late workout when you, when you work security <laughs> and you're like well now i have a, a I have a steady, I have a steady job, and I work at at a fixed place. Yeah. But before they were shipping me, shipping me all over the place, filling the holes, like. Filling so, the holes. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And and it's sometimes they, they, would, they, they, they would they would they, they, they would they would ship you. All, Without telling you, and sometimes you're like, okay, it's a very, it's a very interesting world. The the world of uh, like security guards, like mm-hmm. these night owl security guards that just get like sent wherever, depending mm-hmm. on where the agency needs them. Yeah. And at any given moment, you ship like across town, mm-hmm. right? And then like hours of nothing, I guess. Yeah, it, 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 like like you said, you can. It's sometimes it's like okay, I want to kill myself. You're in the middle of. You're just watching it. You're watch. You're guarding a TV in the middle of nowhere, like in an empty. You can space. hear the the like electrical yeah, signals yeah, from the. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear the but neon some, lights. But sometimes you're like you work security at some soiree. Uh, this night, like uh, this ball. Uh, you know the guests have paid twenty five hundred dollars like uh, a seat, hmm. and during your lunch break, you're allowed to have a to go to a five star buffet. I didn't even know that existed. Just in food. Yeah, what does that look like? <laughs> I, it, it it looks like you you got filet mignon, but all you can eat. Right on okay. toothpicks. Mm. So exa- exactly, <laughs> and chocolate d- fountains, and and, you, and it's one of those rare shifts where you want to work as long as possible because you know you're gonna get many breaks and just in food, <laughs> it, you make your salary. You don't even need. You know that if they don't pay you, you just in what you just in food. Eat, yeah, just yeah. in food, you, you make your salary. <laughs> your cash. So man. it's really like 
the yeah, it's one it's at it's one head one one extreme or the other. Right. So Right. Either you're watching a pile of boxes. Exactly, exactly. Right. And talking to your imaginary friend so you don't lose your marbles. Or yeah, yeah, you're you're you got you got Guillaume Le Vierge backstage with pacing like uh, is my tie okay? Oh yeah, so you look good, man. Going back for a speech and yeah, uh, you're you're that guy that like the celebrity will ask you, do you have a light before he goes yeah, exactly. and does, <laughs> exactly. or you have to like look the other way as he's doing doing the lines of coke in the backstage before he gets on. <laughs> have you seen any weird shit like like without naming any names? Have you ever ever run into any weird? Because I mean, every guy I think has a fight scenario, and we'll get back to that more in, later. But uh, uh, have you ever I, had break-ins I, or? When I worked, uh, I called I called it Gotham City, <laughs> corner Saint Laurent, Saint Catherine, okay. the, the Parc de la Paix, Peace Park. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's it's in the in the heart of Montreal. Yeah. And it's where where SAT is Société des Arts et Technologies de Montréal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's so, like this smack dab in the heart exactly. of the city. Exactly. And right next to SAT, there's the Parc de la Paix and the Peace Park. And in the summer, they they make all the, they have those all those outdoor showings, movies, and but that place that's where all the the the, the, the the, the the prostitutes and crackheads they, the crackheads and the Heroines, drug dealers yeah. they they all gather and yeah sometimes it's a I, rallying point yeah and, and sometimes I've seen some some fights and this and that and uh, br- break out of out of nowhere over a crack pipe uh, while uh, this experimental movie with the hipsters watching so yeah <laughs> like they have this contrast what a scene exactly as like, has this guy with his goatee and his like French beret and his Corderoa uh, watching like uh, he's vaping ex- exactly, watching some ex- French exactly. experimental like, film well yes I really like this movie it's very it's, 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 it speaks to me and meanwhile like yeah you stole a crack pipe <laughs> <laughs> these two homeless guys like with like, broken bottles I, behind I, 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 <laughs> they kind of look similar to the hipsters you know hipster or homeless yeah kind of. there's a fine right. line and sometimes you know they, they get vi- they get violent especially at this special at this specific time of the day when they're they're starting to sober up and they're running low they're, on they're running low on gas yeah, so yeah. to speak and they get antsy they want to touch the equipment and obviously they're not allowed sure if you're too aggressive then they come back with three or four of their friends <laughs> and they start to start trouble so yes yeah, so that's when your, your heart starts pumping like okay and the guy's like reaching in his pocket and you know it's 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 not a <laughs> he's not he's not reaching for matches he's reaching for his knife so it's like okay so, but maybe you can demystify <laughs> some things for me. I don't know how much you know about security guard work, but I always wondered, like, how far are you allowed to go? Like, are you allowed to be like have like a, a baton or like a, one of those collapsible? You, you have to follow. You have to follow a class for that. The, the P twenty four, the security. To and these are certifications. Yeah, yeah, can, exactly. Okay. But it, that most contracts don't want it because they don't want they don't ask for that as a requirement because they don't. Exactly the point. They don't want police dogs or, or guys are going to think security guards are going to act like they're police officers or they okay, don't. Okay, they don't want them. anyone going off no, the e- reservation. Exactly. So so, but you, you can you can you can if you want uh, follow the class. But uh, some places they will condone uh, allow handcuffs, but there are special uh, uh, rules to it. If you hand, if you catch a guy stealing and you him on the rest because technically you don't have any more power than a citizen it's a citizen's, it's a citizen's arrest, arrest. Okay. Okay. so if you cuff him 
you cannot take the the handcuffs off. You have to wait for a police officer to do that. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So, uh, and obviously, if you see a guy stealing, or he puts some, you have to wait a certain uh, a, a certain like if he's not past the cash register, technically, he's not stealing. Oh, there's like a, a yeah, turning point. Yeah, 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 there's a fine line because because you can always argue if he has a lawyer. The guy's uh, turns out. If, He's a rich kid and just wanted to, to look cool and do something. Right. So his lawyer's gonna say, "Well, yeah, whatever. okay. Well, did, did he put, did he cross the, the cash register? Maybe he just maybe his hands were full and he just needed to put it." Is in that his the bucket. cutoff line, the cash register? Like if they if he I, I think if memory serves, I think it is. Maybe I could be wrong, but I know there's there's some there's a fine line that you just can't. Obviously, there are tricks. Like, sir, you might if I see a guy put something in his pocket, I'm not gonna assume. That he's stealing right away because I did that. Uh, like I said, sometimes I zone out and my, I'm in my thoughts. I did that myself. So sometimes, like you just don't think about it. You like put while the you're apple. shopping. Yeah, exactly. You, you yeah. put the apple in your pocket because your hands are full. Like, oh shit, what did I do? Sometimes, I'm like, sir, your hands are full. Let me let me give you hand you a basket. So so it, he has to put everything. So, so, in so it. if he if he face palms himself and it, he. And you see in his reaction, it, it was an honest mistake. Okay, he didn't want to steal, but if he's like, he starts twitching and cold sweats are running down, he gets yeah. defensive right away. Then you know that's that he usually went, a good sign. That, yeah, that uh, he wanted to, he wanted, wanted to, to lift exactly. Yeah, I, I was. I remember one time I, I I missed it just by a few seconds, but um, I was coming out of school or something, and I passed by one of those pizza places, you know, where you can get like a two dollar slice or whatever. And there was some big hubbub. And when I got there, turns out that some guy had, like, run in while my friends were waiting in line, reached behind, like, that sort of facade there where they keep the pizzas warm, lifted the entire pizza and, like, ran for his life, <laughs> right? <laughs> and my friends were like, dude, 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 someone's stealing the pizza to the, to the op- operator of the, of the pizzeria. And the guy was like, eh. He just like didn't even run after him, and they're like, "Well, what are you, what are you doing?" And the guy's like, "Listen, if someone steals food, let them steal food." Mm. Mm. And what he meant by that was like, you know, it's one thing if someone's trying to get into your cash register, but if someone is risking it all just yeah. to eat yeah. for a eight dollar pizza, yeah. he's fucking hungry. Yeah. yeah, and he he felt it like it was beyond, it, it's like below him to intervene in that and run after a guy. I yeah. think the dude even ended up dropping it like on a, further down the street because he was in such a panic. Oh no! Uh, so that's like a sad story. But the the point is that yeah, there there's telltale signs, right, yeah. of who wants to do what, and obviously over an apple, you're not going to start batoning. Yeah. Uh, are there a lot of like wannabe tough guys in security? Uh, y- usually like, um. Usually, like the, the obviously the cadets, so to speak, the yeah. newly the rookies, the, the they want to prove or themselves, or those who want to, they use that as a, a, a as a gateway. They, they they do security while they they're wait, they they're on the wait list for the RCMP or to get okay. into police technology. Sometimes you know they they get cocky and they want to prove themselves. Yeah, you have that a, a bit, or, or or usually they some because now you have to follow a, a course since 2010 or something but before that uh, you just show if you wanted to be a security a security agent you just showed up at the, the sq Sortie de quebec and the very same day paid 35 bucks and you had your license it was that easy now you have to it's at least 70 hours because you're gonna lock some hours okay because they realize that you know you need to educate the people you need yeah for sure so is there a physical like test 
or a requirement at least no no but uh i did the just the 240 hour industrial class and it's a bit obviously it's more th- it's more thorough yeah like the different you learn about the f- different fire extinguishers the different kind of personality profile aggression and this and that basic neutralization although you know i'm a martial artist yeah so that i was gonna that, say that, that's that, probably that, not a you know, problem for you but uh i mean it's always good to know because you you know you don't want to do a technique that's gonna oh yeah bro the 80 year old granny was stealing an apple i, I severed her arm yeah, I I put, her, her, put her in a triangle yeah, hold. Yeah, i removed yeah. all of her limbs you know, and, and that's the tricky part mission accomplished <laughs> and, and, and waiting orders sir yeah and people don't realize that because they're they're, they're really keen on uh, on saying oh, police brutality and i don't want to take sides but it's one thing when you're in a martial arts class and there's co- something called cooperative learning where the other guy lets himself being thrown on the ground or he's, you know, like those stuntmen, he's actually, f- he's jumping while he's taught, while you're tossing him, he, he's following up, you know, it's he's like helping. like WWE kind it, of. It, uh, like all the guys. Exactly. There, there's yeah. the, all the guys they feed Steven Seagal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those guys. Yeah. They, they're professional flippers. <laughs> but when the guy is resi- really, really resisting. Yeah. And, you know, you know, and sometimes he's coked up. Sometimes he... You know, you know, or he's really on on the on an adrenaline rush, and you still need to neutralize him because right. he's trying to kick your ass. So you have a major handicap against you, against against yourself against you because he's trying to hurt you. You don't want to hurt him because if everybody's got a camera nowadays, so if if somebody snaps you with your fist closed, yeah, even even if you took three punches before that, if that's the shot that's been taken it's it's front it's page your ass it, it, it's right there yeah the so you you, you 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 you're fighting guy with handicaps and he's got no handicaps whatsoever right so that and that's why it always it's like fighting a woman yeah <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it's true from a legal standpoint well I mean. yeah yeah, yeah if you want to put it that way like i've yeah. seen it man i've seen it i've it, seen a security guard uh just i've seen a woman walk into a bar although to be fair she she looked like she was kind of you know mentally ill uh, but otherwise totally normal walk into a bar and somebody just told her that she couldn't smoke anymore this was right after they passed the law and it didn't the girl the waitress didn't even finish her sentence this girl flicked yeah. her cigarette in the face of the yeah. waitress yeah. and the security guy who was off duty like came to like try to just like ask her to leave immediately claws to the eyes right yeah. claws yeah, to the yeah. eyes and spitting on him and he's like trying to control her and he kind of dances her out the door yeah. And people on the street immediately assumed that he was beating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Right? Like if he lay, he he had every right to like wallop, just give her one, like mm. uh, like yes, an open yes. hand one. And if th- she'd been a dude, then he would have. Yeah, yeah, of course. Then he could have slugged her and whatever. But he was she was actually the- taller than him. He was a shorter dude, and uh, he wasn't like a huge dude or anything. But uh, I, I, that's what I mean that it's like fighting a woman. It's like. Mm. You have to know the techniques. Yes, and it's a very ungrateful, uh, th- like anything that's law enforcement related. It's very ungrateful because if we take that guy you're talking about, for instance, if he get, if he gets his if he gets owned by the woman, not owned, but just because he doesn't want to hurt her, and, right? And he ends she, up all clawed exactly, up. Exactly, he gets all clawed up. Somebody's gonna film him and he put him on Facebook, and he's gonna, he's gonna be like you know uh-huh. the laughing stock yeah. of whatever his, his job whatever and he did his job properly yeah, and he still ends exactly, up looking like the bitch exactly he just isolated her right and try to restrain her contain her and that's what you're supposed to do yeah and if and if he gets if he if he goes too far then you know he's got class action lawsuits and what it's his and ass he, and he's gonna get fired from his job because he 
he represents a com- the company. The company will try to dissociate itself immediately. From him. Yeah, and you know he wanted to do the right thing, and yeah, he ends up losing. They'll throw me under the bus. Yeah. So, uh, so let let me, if I can, just so I can maybe put this in a chronological or just like draw yeah. a timeline here. Um, so your name is Simon Traversi. Yes. Am yeah. I saying it properly? Yeah, Traversi. Yeah. Okay. Welcome um, to the show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, what I remind me what Traversi? What is that? What what origin is that? It's uh, it's it's actually pretty weird because uh, I heard different etymologies about the, that name. Officially, we were we were French people working on on ferries, traversier. Oh, okay. So, so traversi. Uh huh. But while I was studying languages, one of my Italian teachers said they there were some traversies in in Italy. So. Uh, I know. I, I guess it's open to. to but as far to, as you know, your family is of French origin and that migrated yeah, yeah, to yeah. Quebec. Yeah, that's right. Okay. We were actually one of the first families to come when settlements be, when the settlements began began here in, in New France, now Quebec. Okay. Yeah. So, and do you have any other like ethnicities that you? Oh aware? yeah, I'm a mutt. Uh, I got uh, Dutch, Irish, Native, Indian, and not too far remote. Not, not like 15 generations away. Like my maternal grandfather if you put him feathers around his head he looks like the chicago blackhawks okay so know? he's like a legit yeah he was a full-blooded indian uh, not full-blooded but uh, he was he, he his mother my great-grandmother was what do you know what tribe i i think my like fa- mohawks or no 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 Mac-Max? something more close to Riviere du Loup. I think my brother knows, uh, but I maybe can't. Maybe Mags or something like that. I, I couldn't tell, or but uh, definitely he, he looked the part, so to speak. Okay, okay, so and, definitely there's yeah. some heritage there. And But I don't take too much from that side of the family. I take more from the Dutch-Irish side, French side of the... Which is like more your dad's Yeah, side? exactly. I okay. more like my And dad. do you have siblings? Yes, I have a brother, a younger brother and a younger sister. Okay, all right, so you're the eldest. Yes, that's right. Okay, how far apart are you guys? Uh, two two years with two years and a half with my brother, and almost seven years with my sister. Okay, so I guess just to establish how I know uh, Simon, uh, basically, I've, it's actually a little bit of an odd thing. So I know Simon through another guy named George, uh, who used to be a wrestler. Uh, just to tie it in with last last uh with that episode of with the Green Phantom episode, um. And he's always been like an active kind of martial arts, uh, CrossFit, uh, parkour kind of guy. Yeah, he's very, he's very athletic. Just yeah. always been very athletic. He's in Toronto now. He's in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. he, he, he just go went there. But he even when I met him, he was a kid. Like he was, he was like uh, you know, uh, green behind the ears kid. Like he, he was just starting to mess with the athletics at that point. Yeah. And wrestling was going to be his life. You how, know? how long have you known him? Very long time, uh, I'd say over ten years. Okay. Um, and um, so when I reconnected with him, I think is when he was into Casey with you, yeah, right? yeah, doing yeah. Casey. Um, and uh, for those that don't know, it's a, it's basically a martial art, right? Yeah. It's a Spanish of Spanish origin. Yeah, it's a Spanish uh, self defense system. Yeah. Uh, method, sorry. Most which, often. <laughs> which Batman movie have they used that in? Uh, Batman Begins and the, and the Dark Knight, officially. Mm-hmm. That's where uh, the founder, Justo Dieguez, was most uh, involved with the project. Uh, and he wasn't as involved on, on the Dark Knight Rises. But the stuntman, I think, uh, Buster Reeves or something, uh, who learned Casey. He's actually the one, I mean, we. he's actually the one who... Uh, 
who plugged everybody in uh, onto onto the into the Hollywood business because mm. he's a stuntman and when the when they came up when they def- decided to reboot the Batman franchise after like the fiasco of Batman Robin that was the nipple gate yeah, yeah that was, it was so campy I mean freeze freeze in hell Batman yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was really Time bad to kick some bad. ice yeah like uh, cool, ah, pa- cool parties cool yeah, parties yeah, like all, all those cheesy one liners garbage yeah. and, and they wanted to give it a, a, a brim, brimmy dark tone and they yeah. and they didn't want to they wanted to be the point was to make it realistic you know you got an 80 pound armor you're not going to start doing backflips of course if you s- jump from a skyscraper yes you can do backflips yeah but he's not fighting like uh he's not going to fight like Jackie Chan exactly that, you're not going to you're not going to do 360 degree flips with an 80 pound body armor on so they wanted something that was no nonsense simple and effective and that buster Re- they they didn't know which martial art to pick and Buster Reed said, oh, well, hey, hey might, I, I might know a guy. And, <laughs> and uh, that's, how that, that's how it all, it all started. Yeah, KC is kind of, I mean, to, to someone who doesn't know martial arts, would be kind of like a combination of, like, what, like, maybe boxing and Krav Maga or it, it, it's, Muay Thai. It's, it's closer, I would say. It's, uh, it's very unique in the sense that we, it focuses a lot as a, as a martial art and, and self-defense method. It's um, it's very eclectic, it's very hybrid, and uh, it's very hands-on. And to use your environment, uh, everything you can basically use as a tool. And mm. a bit that Jackie that Jackie Chan aspect, yes. Yeah. But it's it, it, and also it's uh, the point is to always protect your protect your head at all at all times with the pensador <coughs> pensador guard, and also focus on multi-man attacks that. Not to be, not to focus on one, not to get tunnel vision, but mm. to know that you can get blindsided. Like, you know, in Jurassic Jurassic Park, that's how the the hunter gets killed. He yeah. he aims for that raptor in front of him, and he, he gets, gets blindsided by the by the other one. The the one in front of, uh, in front of him was just basically just ask, acting as a decoy, right. and that's the same thing. If I fight one guy, I can find, but if I knock, one, if I have three guys, I'll knock. I may knock the guy in front of me. If I don't mind my surroundings, then I'm gonna get blindsided. I'm gonna get cracked on the jaw. Be aware yeah. of your environment exactly. and like back up against a wall exactly. or so, try to cut off exactly. some of those exactly. avenues. And that's why. And Batman's always, you know, he's always against the odds. You know, right. he's a, he's a, he's one man. He's supposed to be outnumbered. Exactly, he's supposed to be outnumbered and, and, and fighting in all kinds of uh, sceneries and all kinds of location. The middle of the night, pitch dark. Uh, uh, alleyway trash cans trash bricks cans. whatever <laughs> yeah, I, thought it, I thought it was a great fit yeah. with the, it was with perfect the for the thing. fit unfortunately the um, I, and I, we've I have argued problems, other problems with the movie Simon and like, I have argued about this in the past about how I feel like it, the they kind of fucked the Casey style with the the shaky cam um, yeah. cinematography. Yeah. Unfortunately mm-hmm. it was really in at the time the shaky right. cam yeah, yeah. Um, the but that they cam. cheated the viewer out of like because I took it for a year. For for a solid year, I trained with Simon. And mm. Casey was easily the best martial art I ever did. In terms I remember of he was kicking your ass, man. He was awesome. I, I, I spoke to you afterwards. <laughs> He's like, I just got my ass kicked, and it was amazing. Yeah. No, man. I, I don't I, beat people up. Uh, <laughs> I, mean kick, I mean kick his ass yeah, in, a, in a positive it's a fi- way. It's a figure no, of speech. You're right on yeah. that line. I, that's how, what I found is that you were right. I've had the horrible martial arts teachers that went too far. I've had the ones that were just collecting money and fucking everyone over. 
you, I always got my money's worth, and you were just there. You just, there was just a little danger and just a little push, and that's exactly what I was after. You need the push, yeah. Right? Like well, you can't just. Well, that's be, why I stayed with Husto, and I, I didn't, I didn't, because there was a session. The founder, the founder of. Yeah, that's why I stayed with Husto Dieges because uh, I, I don't want to necessarily uh, bad mouth anybody, but. Uh, when there was this, this split between the founders that's and, right originally there yeah, was two guys yeah, before it was kc fighting method and K- kfm and at first glance the pitch was perfect you know the, the name was catchy and the, the, the videos also it was new but there was it, it, it inside and in the nucleus this foundation foundations were not solid don't shaky ground why okay. because both the the who's the, who's the real founder and his ex-business pa- uh, partner and enormous they didn't have the same vision you know and, and it's fine i mean people that happens all yeah, the time yeah exactly uh Hust, Husto was is was more is more like a you know uh he, he could sit down when you have a beer he's not he's not like this typical typical grandmaster who, when he enters some roll like, out the carpet yeah exactly roll out the carpet and bong <laughs> and, and everybody, everybody goes and, quiet and yeah. you have to like prostrate yourself and pray to the seven gods and you know. and he's going to come and share his wisdom exactly, with you exactly and yeah. if you for five thousand if you haven't slept for a hundred days and stayed outside in the cold no he's not that kind of guy he's mm-hmm. very i'm not saying any norman is like is like that but i'm just saying who still is more of a just dude yeah exactly he's very he's very happy go look he's very he, he's a simple guy mm-hmm. you know he just wants to teach his art and that's it he's not business oriented um, Norman was more business. More he wanted business. to turn it into like an operation. Exactly, and me, I, the mo- when I read the each other's letters of intent to try to you know, lure us, and when they said, "Oh, you're gonna make more money and you're gonna do this," I didn't. I, I already saw like the oh, for four ninety nine. I'm kidding. I'm gonna ki- I'm gonna teach you the, uh-huh. the touch of death, and for an extra two ninety nine, <laughs> I'm gonna show you how to rip your heart off. <laughs> I, I, did, I, I saw that right away. I was like, Kalima. order now and get the touch of life after you exactly. execute the touch of Re- death. Res- resurrect the person you've killed. I, right. I didn't want that. You know, you got it. Was it? It came off a bit hokey from the other guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm maybe I had the wrong impression. But that's your perspective. But, but but that's that's how I, I I that's how I felt it. Okay. That's how I I I know I knew that I want I like things to be pure. I, I said okay, well. This one, he's only martial arts oriented. If I need business advice, I have my sister who's got a master's degree in business administration, you know? Yeah. And, and this other guy I teach, who's also like, a, he's got a degree in, in, a, in a similar field. And he's got, you have he's, resources. Exactly. But uh, let, let, let me just get back to that, or let's get back to this in a second. You, It feels to me like you've, you're, you're training, like it goes back a long time. Like, you, have you always trained in something? Uh. I, well, I started martial arts when I was 16. Now I'm 33. And before that, you played sports? Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't as, uh, as active as... I, I was actually the fat kid. You were the, the fat long, kid? Yes. Okay. <laughs> for, for, for the longest time. I'm, I, have, I, actually, I have trouble imagining that. <laughs> I actually weigh the same weight as I did when I was 18. Like, uh, I, I'm 170. I, I weighed myself two days ago, 176.5. Okay. What's the heaviest you ever got? Uh, 200. 200 okay and but, as a but kid. I, I, I was working out but it was not all i wasn't as defined or anything okay. and when i was a kid obviously i didn't have the bone structure of a man it was i was a lot i was fat <laughs> did you get bullied because um, we that's a common theme that's come back on the show i got bullied bully yes in the in, in uh in junior high you know it wasn't 
I'm from Il Bizarre, which is like La Gaule of West Island. Yeah. It's the only French major, majority. It, it, it's the only French part that's in majority. Right. And the entire it literally means the the bizarre island. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> well, it's it's not written like that, but sure. Yeah. But you know, I, I was from this French insular, you know, island. It's a colony. I, it's like I, a little I, colony. I went to elementary school there, and then when I went to high school. Uh, it all changed. People were speaking English, even though it was a French school, a French high school. People were speaking English in between classes. Uh, I, as a white Caucasian man, sometimes I was a minority in the class, so it was a, a big change like of city of, 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 uh, of scenery for me. And I, I got picked on because I was French. Or I was different. I, I didn't. I never followed trans or anything and yeah sometimes you got the five guys who they would choose a guy hey tubby yeah exactly Whatever. every every gym class while the gym teacher would take forever picking the <laughs> would take 20 minutes just to gather all the equipment meanwhile they, every class they would pick somebody new but i was always physically strong so i didn't have any technique okay nobody dumped your head in the yeah. toilet or what what one guy hurt me really bad but he had failed twice <laughs> <laughs> do you remember his name that's the, one thing we his, noticed thor is that, thor his name was thor uh, uh, thorsten jenksik thorsten jenksik we became friends actually after that and thor. people called him thor but i call him thor because he looks so big he was 17 i was 14 so he, uh, looked, okay. he was already almost a man and I, I, my balls were starting to drop you know <laughs> so, so to me he looked like a so god he, he picked on you you're saying he failed twice uh, well yeah he, fa he failed like he 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 started he failed the uh, sec two twice So he was supposed to be in sec four, oh, going I sec see. five. So was, he's like Nelson. Oh, I thought he, I thought he failed at bullying you twice. No, he definitely succeeded in that. We're talking about a, like a Scandinavian Nelson from <laughs> The Simpsons, you know? Uh, he, he's, yeah, he's German actually, but okay. uh, yeah, like the four other guys, they tried to pick on me, and I, I, I fended them off. I threw them, and I, I, I was always short. I'm short now. I was even shorter. And I always had a low uh, center, center of gravity, gravity. Yeah. so I, I basically I had no technique. I I used brute strength and I just shoved them off or choked them or power bombed them. But this guy, he said he threw me like, and I ended up like, he did like a soup. He did like a backbreaker. Okay. With with an like a, a with a, with a fence fencing a helmet. Jesus. And <laughs> he hurt me pretty Speaking bad. Speaking of Batman. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> But I got him back a few months later. Oh, yeah? How'd in, you get him in, back? In the middle of the school, he tried to, to pick, on, pick on me again. I reversed him, and I, 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 I just choked him. You choked him out? Yeah. Well, not out, but until he But he was, like, breath. tapping. Yeah, yeah, and then I threw him, threw, threw him on the ground and ran to class <laughs> before he could catch me. And he never fucked uh, with you again? Well, after that, we became like, look, dude, like, what's your... No, you choked me out. Yeah, I you, choked you, you out. You hurt. You hurt me. We have and, so much in common. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we bonded, and then we we became friends. So, I, I mean, okay. we were just kids. I mean, so at 16, you go into martial arts. Why? Uh, it's uh, it's quite a f funny ha, not funny haha, but ironic. It's one of my uh, former friends. I say former because we we lost touch, and when I wanted to get rekindle our friendship found out he died so oh, that sucks uh, his name was his name was martin desrosiers he it was actually on ctv news last year uh he he'd been living from the past decade in banff and while snowboarding he hit a tree and and killed it him. made the news yeah yeah oh yeah okay so you just uh, randomly freak accident yeah exactly i wanted to touch base with him again because i said well why not and uh yeah i found out and i was like oh So he Bummer. was your he was your original conduit. Yeah, exactly conduit. He he because he, he was always talking about karate and uh, 
And I was always fascinated because my cousin also did it. He did kung fu, and he was re really good. What style do you remember? Because Richard did some kung fu. Ah, uh, I think Shaolin. Just Shaolin. You, yeah, I mean, we're talking like the early '90s okay. to the mid '90s. Uh, Uh, but he, uh, he was my cousin was pretty good and and Mart about Martin I was more like late 90s and he was always at the gym so at, at his dojo so I decided to sign up the irony is that both my cousin and Martin ended up quitting but I never I always stuck with it you know I maybe not with one style because I'm very eclectic by nature I feel once I've I've learned what I want from one style you kind of move on yeah exactly because I style that's the difference between a style and method a style is finite you can be you can study it there's a beginning and an end but a method is always evolving changing it's adaptable and that's what that's what i, li I like about casey it's it's a method it's not yeah, i was gonna say that casey kind of fits you perfectly it, it, because it's, who, a, exactly, it's a patchwork exactly who, who still will never tell you don't do this he the only thing he won't he will tell you tell you is like don't freeze No, don't limit yourself, and that's what I like. He allows you. To, he allows you to ex express yourself within his method, and he understands that you have your own personality. Personality type. We talk about about that. You see the world differently. You analyze. You process differently. You have your own body type, your own shortcomings, your own strength. I remember. You, remember, you had very good elbows, very good kodos. Usually, people don't have them. That, that fast but you did them as if you were you had, you had done them for a while I'm not gonna fight that and I'm certainly not gonna get jealous oh my god like he's doing them as well or better than me good like that's your strength that's your power move work on that and and knowing that what you want to do do you want to reinforce that strength or as Schwarzenegger would say do you want to do weak point training and work on your weaknesses and, mm -hmm. and develop the, the aspects of your game that are not as strong and, and you, when you see All, when you watch uh, who's those uh, uh, top students, the ones that have been with him the longest, like Fernando Muela. Fernando is a former kickboxer, so uh, his 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 strength is 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 hitting, is striking. I mean, he's a very good, I mean, grappler and everything, but his his dominant train is striking, and he does things that Husto don't won't teach necessarily like in it's not curriculum. necessarily part of his exactly uh, he, like who like fernando fernando can can do like those those uh van damme type of move like spinning back kicks spinning spinning back kicks or jumping back kicks and he can make it work obviously the, the mere mortal we're not going to teach that to a guy who's never done martial arts or jumped in but, his life <laughs> exactly but but fernando is that athletic it's part okay. of it and so like the style allows for the and i think maybe that's also what was the method, uh, not style. Method. sorry sorry sorry, sorry <laughs> i'll use the right terminology the method uh i think that's what i liked about capoeira um until the the, the bullshit kind of got to me but that that your personality was an asset rather than and maybe you can correct me on this but how Asian martial arts tend to be... They're uh, more rigid, a bit more they rigid. They kind of don't really value the individual as much. They want you to br They want to shape you into what is considered to be the proper form. Yeah, that's what I said. They're more... A bit... I don't want to generalize. Yeah. We're, we're ge just in Kung Fu, there are 3,000 styles. But... 3,000? Yeah, just in Kung Fu. Jesus. But the thing is... Which when, is boxing, right? Kung uh, Fu is boxing? Uh, well, it, there's Chinese boxing. Kung Fu means exercise. It means effort, you know? Uh, but the thing is, w when spirituality, religion, and tradition, and culture, and martial arts, they all mix together, it's hard, it's hard to, weed it, to filter the truth and what, what right. really works. And, you know, that's why it's, 
That's where you get those like two finger punch exactly. Exactly. The Frank Dukes of the world. <laughs> right. The the go- was it the going into the forest, coming back with a trophy? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so did you already have a sense at that time when you started training that you would want to pa- be a trainer? Um, or at that point you were just in student mode? I think yeah, I think I always wanted deep down. Maybe I, I, I at the beginning I never like when you're a white belt, you're not gonna say like yeah, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna be a teacher tomorrow. Yeah. But uh, I, as I as I you stayed, were progressing quickly. As I uh, yeah yeah I, as I stayed with it, uh, I figured like because based on my personality, sometimes I said uh, I don't like the way he teaches or I don't like this technique or that Why does te- he do that, this? that that technique. I, not that it's not efficient. It's not efficient for me. Okay, you're you're six four, two hundred twenty five pounds. Yeah, I mean you're, you're Superman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm five eight. I'm I don't have the same morphology. We can't possibly have to fight the same way. Exactly, yeah. and exactly, and that's why I lean more towards eclectic methods because they're not as rigid and that and not as okay. It's like that. They're not as dogmatic. Like it's like that. It's like that, and that Husto in his. In his youth, he used to get kicked out of, of dojos because he was, you know, I don't believe in coincidences. Uh, there's a, a lot of, by interviewing him for the book that I'm writing also on him, uh, on, his, on his art, I realized how much in common we have. Like, he would get kicked out of, of dojos of just because he would say, like, disturbing. why do you do that? Not necessarily to... to, to, to not for the purpose of, of challenging the yeah. teach, the but teacher. he had questions. Yeah, he had questions. And man. this is a this is a this is unfortunately a realm where questions are not welcome, right? You're they're supposed to be like this weird exactly veneration of pride uh, is such a big thing. Ego right. and pride. Is, you don't question the master exactly, especially if he doesn't have the answer. Right. If he does, he will get. It will tell you, and then he will tell you in a condescending way to, to put you back in your place, so you don't start asking questions too often. But if he doesn't have the question. He's gonna throw you out. If like a rotten apple. Answer, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he doesn't have the, okay. the, the right so answer. So he get because you're about of, to break the spell that he has on the rest of the class. Well, on exactly, the paying exactly. Because yeah. you yeah. know it, they, they want you to, to drink the drink the fruit punch and, and and just go with the program with and 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 they want they want they to make the, robots out of you. Okay, Sensei said that that sense. What sense? Yeah, this he said a, jump. I say how high, and that's there's it. There's like a cult aspect to a huge w- cult within, yeah. within martial arts, it, and it, you have yeah. some people who are ethical and good at what they do, yes, yes. and they use that power for good. Yes, and there are other people who are either mentally unstable or they're just like power hungry, and they'll they'll push this false narrative on people yes and sometimes they drink their own kool-aid like, oh yeah you've seen these guys oh, yeah. who are trying to you know energy fight and you know that they have some kind of uh, secret power and they've convinced their whole school that that's a thing mm-hmm. and, th- mm-hmm. and then they get knocked the fuck out when they you know go, go against a real, a real yes. martial artist yeah well or just they start believing or it. just a guy that knows how to fight a street fighter because yeah, he's anybody because he, he, he's got a real hands-on no bs approach to fighting and and yeah. and, and i mean it, it, there's no rules there's no codification there's no it's just say anything goes there's no no holes barred there's yeah. something weird about that that master student relationship in the wrong hands where some guy will end up convincing a whole cult of of people who who are following him that he has some kind of superpowers yeah. and he'll just shoot his hands out and then they'll all fall down right yeah. it's the same and thing you well, were talking about before like that 
cooperation aspect yes, yes. ends up extending to this like ridiculous extent and then it's just this like echo chamber of you know reaffirming that same false belief that they have some kind of energy field or something that will prevent them from getting hit it becomes auto suggestive at some point it is and, and it if really you read if you read the, the book fight like a physicist and he debunks all the all it's a martial artist actually it's a very good book Fight like a physicist. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah, it's, that a, sounds, very, it's a great title. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. And and I use it for my book on boxing because uh, well not this one I'm writing but future ones that that because uh, I I wrote I ended up writing so much that <laughs> yeah. it turns out I, I have enough material. Yeah, we'll to, totally. We're going to talk about the book uh, uh, in in a second. So yeah, what does he say? Fighting. Well, he says he, he says that basically all that that stuff like he debunks all uh, uh, so all those myths. Oh, phantom, phantom exactly, strike. Like, whatever. Like uh, oh wow, this guy can can walk on. They say uh, can walk on nails. Yeah, for sure. Because if you have a thousand nails, the pressure is distributed, distributed. on on a thousand nails. It's the oldest but, trick but, in but the book. But put yeah. one nail and step on it and see yeah. what happens. <laughs> exactly. And Sounds that, like MythBusters. Yeah, exactly. Or you switch out the gear, switch out the equipment all of a sudden. Yeah. things start to happen or walking on fire is the same Exa- thing exactly. they've done that too or he said he, he once put his hand into like uh, like liquid nitrogen yeah there, there's this if you do it fast even if it's, it's at minus 370 degrees or, or Fahrenheit or whatever uh, if you do it a certain way or, or wet yourself I don't remember but you, you, you're not you, gonna if you do it fast yeah, I, you, I saw a video the other day on YouTube where somebody takes the liquid nitrogen and, and puts it in their face yeah. Like he puts it in his own, like he sprays it in his own eye. Yeah. And because of the liquid nitrogen, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, because it's of con- so the condensation or whatever. That's but it. Exactly. It, doesn't, it doesn't stick to your, exactly. to your, to your face. But, so. but some martial artists will use tricks like that to mystify themselves. Like, oh, wow, he's a, he's a, Right. Uh, he's the son of the dragon. Yeah, and like uh, and the, the power movies. of suggestion, is super yeah. super strong. The seventies, I think, sixties, and especially the seventies, I think, were a huge period of when that all stuff all came over from from Asia. Yeah, and, yeah. And it and the uh, the African Americans yeah. really embraced it because they liked Bruce the freedom Lee, yeah. message in yeah. it. Because uh, Bruce Lee was very uh, uh, nationalistic, but he was very like very much about like pride and in racial pride and. Uh, the black and sharing movie. in a time where that was all like Nobody. that's off off limits. Don't teach white people about right. this stuff. This well, other thing. Well, well, Bruce Lee was proud of who he was, uh, uh, but it, it, and he he came at, at a moment where the civil rights movement kicked in, but he was also very uh, liberal. And he he's actually one uh, one of the first, uh, probably the first Asian master that I that's very really known at least. Who taught to not non-Chinese? Yeah, right. So he broke black, the, the major blacks, whites, uh, you name them. <coughs> and yeah, he got into a, sc- a scuffle once uh, with with, a, with Wong Jack Man, and who wouldn't want he didn't want him to teach. There's a lot of how how bad are it's, it, it's not like Dragon the movie where he yeah. was in a dungeon and yeah, it was like his back and like yeah. he does like ch- cheap shot and, and he breaks. It, his it didn't back, happen yeah. that way. This back injury occurred while he was doing Good Mornings. At least that's what he says. Maybe right. he said so Fair because enough. he didn't want any trouble from the syndicate. But I don't know. Okay. But uh, there was obviously a lot of it has been, you know, exaggerated. But did uh, that inspire? I mean, I know. I mean, I don't. I wasn't into martial arts that much as a kid. But I, I was inspired by. I thought uh, Bruce Lee was like a superhero. Did that 
did you have heroes when you were doing the stuff? Did you have models or uh, models it? more than heroes? Again, mm-hmm. the word heroes doesn't fit with my personality type because like I'm, you didn't have like the kid room with the nunchucks and the posters of Enter the Dragon. I had a, I had a few po- Bruce Lee pictures as a kid. Yeah, sure. I, I, INTJs don't have heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I, no, I, I guess they, they 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 have people they look up to, but they're I'm not starstruck. You know, Brad Pitt yeah. would sit up. To, no, Guy La Liberté was the working security. The founder of Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's got he's a billionaire, and he was smoking, and he wasn't within the, the he was within the he wasn't past the night meter uh, you know, regulation. And I told him to go smoke away, and he put him. It was dark, so he put himself in the light to let me under let like me know bask, who he was. To bask in the light. And I I just I just answered back. In French, I was like, Monsieur la Liberté, allez fumer plus loin, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> or like, oh, it's you, Mr. President. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah. fucking smoke nine meters away from the designation. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he thought I would be, oh my God, and I put, I would, I would run away with my tail yeah. between my legs. <laughs> but uh, I didn't give a rat's ass. Like, dude, I don't care. Well, so the rules are the rules. Exactly. So. so you're not starstruck right now with no, us? No, no we're, well, we're kind of, we're kind I was going to ask you for your autograph, but yeah. you know, I'm, I'm waiting for the right One time. Thing Maybe time. during the intermission. One thing at a time. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. Uh, I know that you're you, you're working at least on one book right now, right? Yeah. Uh, Maybe well, you want to tell us about that a little bit? For the sure. The genesis of it. <laughs> so, okay. So, talk about the genesis of this book uh, that you're uh, working on. Uh, well, it's quite an interesting thing, actually, uh, to bridge the Casey part. We actually, Casey, without that, uh, maybe I, I wouldn't be uh, writing this book. It's just in 2013, I, I decided to host the first uh, Canadian seminar, Casey seminar in Montreal. So I invited Husto, and it, it was very exciting, stressful, and exciting, like getting everything organized. And I he, was he's a, Spanish, right? So he came yeah, out from, yeah, yeah, he came exa- from Spain. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he he did a pit stop in, in the United States, and and came and drove here. He stopped by him. Yeah, uh, and I was in school on top of that, so uh, very stressful two months prior to that. It uh, took place in May, and um, when you watch the videos, you always see the guys that uh, are holding their both hands on top on top of their heads doing the pensador like this and they try to, to show the audience that uh, where they protect their the defensive heads. positions yeah. you know and and it's fine because all although like i said Husto is not there for the money uh you still want to sell it yeah you know, it's you, good you, have you, a you know you still need students to serve if you it's nice to teach but you need students yeah. to, that, that are going to sh- to it exactly yeah. that are going to show up to your door uh, and and but i noticed when when I watch Husto, uh, I was I was doing my private training with Fernando, but sometimes we'd stop and we'd go watch Husto teach the rest of uh, of, my, of my students and those who signed up just for this, that seminar. And I noticed that when he wasn't in range, he would always keep his hands uh, by his cheeks, like like peeking right below his eyes, like, in, by, like by his balled up fists. It, exactly. So. So not he like, wasn't doing the like cover no, your head. Well, if the if his opponents were in range, when he felt his opponents were in range, yes. But he otherwise, if he knew he was safe from any strike kicking or or he punching, relaxed his guard. He he would put his his hands very close by his cheeks, not like the standard boxing boxers boxing guard like boxer stance with one hand like maybe 
10 inches forward the other one like you're holding a, a phone on both hands very very close to his cheekbones picking right below like with his eyes peeking right above his, his and that intrigued fist. you yes I, I was like i saw that somewhere and i couldn't put my finger on it so months passed i mean seminars over and, blah, blah, blah. and then i started you know uh, watching mike tyson videos on youtube i had done so when i was in sweden on an exchange student program in, in 2006-7 that's pro and i decided to revisit those videos and then I saw Customato, uh, Tyson's mentor and legal guardian, the one who taught him. Uh, through, uh, he was teaching Tyson. I saw Tyson hold, hold his hands in the very the same exact way. same kind of. So I was like, "There it is." And I, I and because like like we 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 agreed earlier because Casey is so eclectic and uh, and like a sponge, uh, everything is adaptable. So I thought that was a, a great way to to go from boxing range to Pensador very quickly because instead of having your hands very low like Muhammad Ali or very forward like you had to have in, to have them by your cheek and just transition right away to, to the pants of the makes sense yeah. and I noticed that Husto would probably he never told me and I never get to, to, to ask him but I figured that he was doing that as a decoy to invite a strike because you know it's one thing to it's one thing to punch uh, uh, to punch a, a focus mitt but to punch uh, the cubital bone or to punch an elbow, uh, that's pretty hard. It's yeah. like punching a concrete wall. I've done it, man. It's, you know, the, it's the, the, the harder you punch that uh, that surface area, the more the puncher is susceptible of, of breaking uh, a knuckle or or the boxer's break, as a, the fracture, as they call it. And so I, I figured it was either a decoy or a way to, for him to save energy, uh, to draw an attack, whatever. And... Uh, so, so you start doing research yeah, on, exactly. on this yeah. on this position, this Mike Tyson yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. And I noticed there was a there were a lot of similarities. Uh, not only the guard, but blindsiding your opponent, uh, not staying in front of him because when you're staying in front of your opponent, you're basically playing playing chicken. It's basically a Mexican showdown. Who's going to draw first? You know. But when you're blindsided, you're perpendicular with your opponent. You you take your center line. And you put it in a safe place away from his plane of fire, his line of line of fire, and his center line is compromised because your your weapons are still facing him while his are not facing you. So I thought that was that was genius. So I, I thought I thought that the curriculum, the methodology, the the, the everything in the in the in in who's in the, not who's but custom models uh, fighting system uh, made sense. And also, what I like, he was probably the only trainer to to uh, intensively to, de to uh, intentionally implement a psychological aspect. You know, well, his first uh, uh, his first student, uh, Floyd Patterson, was was nicknamed Freud Patterson because he Freud Patterson because he, he would <laughs> introspect and self analyze so much. Um, well, are we talking about like psychology? within yourself or like psyching out the other guy both everything guerrilla warfare psychological warfare knowing thyself knowing thy enemy everything everything um, and and uh, all all his students would be like his top student became world champion Floyd Patterson was a was the first two uh, first I think he was the first two-time heavyweight champion uh, 
Jose Torres became light heavyweight champion in 1965. Mike Tyson was the, is, is, became the youngest heavyweight. Probably one of the greatest fighters ever. Well, I, I would say he had the whole package. And if he hadn't thrown his greatness away by... Uh, by uh, by uh, you know mixing with the wrong people, Don King and he, I never, I never, there has never been a heavyweight that had the whole package. And what do I mean by the whole package? You have George Foreman. He was powerful, but he didn't have any coordination, and he was a bit clumsy and slow. Uh, Joe Frazier was relentless. Great body puncher, stalked you like a like a the like a missile, heat seeking missile. missile. Uh-huh. Uh, but he wasn't the greatest boxer. Muhammad Ali, great boxer. I mean, he fl- really, literally floated like a butterfly. But he had—he was fundament- fundamentally flawed. He fought with his hands low. He was not a hard puncher. Uh, he had no infighting game. Never went to the body. Very rarely. Mike Tyson had it all. The only thing he he he, he lacked was discipline, and that affected everything else. Once he didn't he- have the mental fortitude to. That and that's that's why that's where I got all my interest about all the personality because I realized by doing my research that Custamano might have been an ENT, ENTJ, which is uh, the code name is Field Marshal. They all have a code name. Uh, INTJ is mastermind or scientist. Uh, they all have code name advocate. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I I, th- I think I might have taken this test, yeah. but I don't remember what came. So I think I was an ENTJ. A, a field marshal is probably one of the best. All the NTJs are, are usually great leaders because they're 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 the strategists. Yeah, yeah, yeah stra- strategists. Mm-hmm. Uh, INTJs more. ENTJs are more on field. Ha- they're, they're they're more doers. Okay, they're like ground uh, yeah, troops. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be on on the battlefield, not fighting, but guiding the troops, and that's what a trainer does. He's not fighting the actual fight, but he's there in the gym, he's there on the sidelines during the fight. This he, like he, a sergeant, exactly, like a, exactly the field marshal, like a, like a colonel, or a, so uh, and a, f- a fighting officer, exactly. And and Tyson might have been an ISFP. So completely opposite. Every every letter is opposite to custom model. That's why they completed one another so well. And that's why one was so dependent on the other. Tyson was so dependent on on uh, on custom model because NTJs are state have stabilize stabilizing personalities. They're calming. They're good listeners. They can like handle the exactly. The wild, the they, wild they, they don't punches. Ca- they, they, because they're rational. They don't get carried away that easily. They can. I mean, but something. We get we get irritated easily, but we don't get angry easily. There's a difference. There's this small is the Gustamato like model. Yeah, Gustamato was ENTJ. Like there, he had his pet peeves, but he's not something who would lose his shit easily over nothing. Okay, he had he had control. Yeah, exactly. And he, he especially knew how to read people and go and strip them strip them to bare wood and get the best out of them. And that's what he did with every single fighter by incorporating. Uh, 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 a very rigorous training regimen and mental training regimen as well. Always repeating, repetition, repetition, telling them you're going to be the the youngest heavyweight champion. You're going to be the youngest until at the first you're like, he was Tyson. You're like, sure, I'll be a yeah, you're like, sure. get the fuck out, get the fuck out of here, old man. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. That, but but you, you but but just like anything <laughs> else, if, if a parent tells you like okay. you're an idiot, you're an idiot, you're an idiot, it's going to affect your self esteem. Yeah, but, and but if yeah, that it same, works the other way. If yeah. the same parent says, yeah, you're, you're a killer, you're a killer, you're not killer. not in a goofing <laughs> like. The tone is important. Like, yeah. hey, you can do this. You can do this. You've got this. You've got this. You're going to be youngest heavyweight champion. At some point, you're going to start believing in it. Is it almost like the model for um, 
for, for like the Mickey sort of. Uh, uh, I I couldn't th- Mickey was more like I wouldn't say so because Mickey <laughs> you're, you're talking Rocky right yeah the, yeah the, Mickey was very like. Uh, I was very hands on. You're he, a strong son of a bitch. Exactly. <laughs> he, t- t- uh, the motto was, even though he was from the Bronx and had this uh, like street, uh, yeah, yeah, the street slang talk, like uh, poific and uh, beta, you know, mm. the non-rotic acts. He he expressed himself very clearly. He He's had, like still like educated. He, yeah, exactly. He, he's very self-taught, and all the guys that I'm fascinating with the autodidacts. Uh, exactly, they're all self-taught. You know, and uh, they they. they The formal education is not what defines them. And if you have the chance of interviewing Mike Tyson, I'm telling you, you're never going to be bored by one second. The guy reads one book every, a book every three nights. Mike Tyson? Yes. Really? He can tell you every soldier on Napoleon's 27th regiment on that given battle on that day. Really? He's very, very book smart. You hear a lot of goofy stories about Mike Tyson where he like, But the, we'd like to see my tiger. I have a tiger, but that, that's that, that, that's in this, that's in the '80s, and that's that's what's that's the part that's going to sell because the intellectuals are not in majority. Yeah, they love they the love dumbasses the, are in majority. They love the idea exactly. that he's a dumb boxer. Yeah, I mean, we live in especially in this era. We we live in an era of mediocrity. Yeah, where we praise anti intellectualism, we praise mediocrity and garbage. So we're not gonna. We're, people are not gonna not gonna be fascinated by the fact that he he reads a history book and, and knows Cleopatra's maiden and uh, on that given day. Like he's like be, a surprisingly well read. Yes, guy. Okay. Th- th- listen to him talk. He doesn't have the, the even if he has the lips lips and and the the, the Brooklyn accent. A little squeaky uh, voice. Yeah. His vocabulary is very rich. No other boxer speaks yeah, like that. It's true. Although I mean that that was made fun of too, because sometimes uh, he, uh, uh, the fact that he would pop out like a multi-syllable, like uh, very expeditious and um uh and like yeah, but they are always gonna have haters. But that's just because they didn't he, like the fact that he was sort of exactly that, 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 he, that he can put you back to your place or that they don't like the fact that hey, you know, I have a PhD in this and that, mm-hmm. but. He might actually know more about history or about this and that topic, and this guy doesn't doesn't even have a high school diploma. Sure. So, so just to keep just to keep the timeline here, yeah. so you notice that Husto uh, from the KC uh, has this guard. You identify this guard as being uh, boxing. Well, specifically, I, 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 I'm not saying that he did he did that like to emulate Pikachu. Was just no, no. maybe it was just an in, in, instinctive. But you, you made this connection. Yes, and okay. and, and this is a style that that specifically Tyson has. No, it's like I said, it, it's uh, it started with Floyd Patterson in the, in the late okay. 40s, so it's 50s. So trace back to the trainer. Yes, okay. yes, and uh, of course Tyson when he showed up. You have to understand that he 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 was a man child. He was an early bloomer. You know, he had his adult, not only height height but weight, at 12, 13 years old. So okay. he's monstrous now, and he's only five ten, but he's very massive. So imagine you have a 12, 13 year old kid. But he's built like a brick. He's he's, fi- he's, he's fully he's like five his testosterone. Nine, he's five nine, one hundred ninety pounds, and in his prime, he was five ten and a half. 210 215 pounds we're not talking about a huge difference though so when he went to, when he went to, to to compete in smokers smokers is a slang term for like amateur in-house tournaments the train other kids trainer like bring his birth certificate no way this guy you had to prove every yeah time, exactly right? and even when they did i mean back then teddy athletes was the one who trained the guy on espn 
So the athlete was the one training him and taking him all over the place. And they said, okay, fine, you got his... Teddy, you got his birth certificate. I don't have any 12-year-olds who are, <laughs> are this big. Yeah, so it would be murder. To he like said, okay, well, <laughs> match him up against a 16, 17-year-old and make no difference. He plowed through them like, you know. <laughs> wow. He, like, he, cut, he cut through them like, like a, a, a hot knife through butter, you know. Yeah, it's a prodigy. And, and exactly. He had he had it all. He had it all. And, and he had a great, he had a, he had a, a great uh, cocoon of people who loved him. And But that, when he lost... Customano and lost his, uh, his, who was his mentor and father figure. And three years later, three years later, when he lost Jimmy Jacobs, that was uh, like a huge it, blow. That was his manager and a, a good friend uh, of Damaros, who was an INTJ as well. So you have two NTJs who died. He 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 lost his anchors, and he mingled with. He got taken advantage of uh, Robin Givens, who oh yeah, who, who, who might fuck him, him of yeah, rape and, and in the eighties might fuck him, yeah. And at his weakest and lowest and most vulnerable, then Don King swooped in and for the kill, and that Sucked that was the dry. end of his supremacy uh, mm. in, in 1988 because he abandoned the style, he abandoned the people who made him, the style and the people who made him who he was. Of course, I'm a I'm a man who says down the line you always have a choice, and I think Tyson is a, a lot smaller smarter than what people give him credit for. And I'd like to think that when he when he was in the can uh, for his rape conviction, which conviction, which I personally don't believe, but that's my my opinion. A lot of people, a lot of people didn't believe. That. I mean, if you read his autobiography, I mean, the 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 girl that Desiree Washington, she was ready to to write a book on her story and then sell the rights to to to, to Hollywood. And it was kind of like the first public celebrity cash grab exactly. I mean, story. Read any rape victim story, like. That really happened. Um, a rape victim, if she can keep maintain eye contact with you and say hello, that's a victory in itself. Hmm. So to have someone ready to tell her story, and we're talking weeks after the incident, after the trial, whatever. Like eager to, to and to and and, and that case was that case was so mishandled. I mean, yeah, it was it was an tax, abomination. Yeah. Don, Don Don King uh, assigned his tax attorney for a criminal, you know, for a rape case. I mean, it, it was all over. it was a gong show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He 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 was Tyson was made a scapegoat basically. They, yeah, yeah. So they they juiced him like they pressed him like yeah, exactly. Fucking they, they, they 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 wanted they wanted the the, the black man to, to 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 suffer in in racist Indiana to to, to suffer the the wrath of the justice system in Indiana and and it, it, it worked. <laughs> and they wanted to tear him down too because But he was unstoppable. What I was going to say is yes. What when you're in the can for three years and you're in so solitary confinement, I like to think that okay, I'm here. And he was happy in, in a way to be there. And he always said, uh, I don't deserve to be in prison for this, but for everything else that I've done in my life, I deserve to be here. So there was some kind of peace because there was nobody. Uh, no paparazzi. No, no paparazzi. Nobody. Uh, no, no, no phonies asking for a handout. No, yeah. It was just him and his thoughts and whatever. But he, I guess he wanted, and it makes sense, he wanted to, to, to make a comeback. And he did. And he regained the title in 1996. But I'd like to think that when you're in the can, you're thinking like you, you want to go back. You, you're talking to yourself, thinking in your own your, in your own head, and say, "I would have told myself, okay, I want to be a champion again. I have to go back to the roots and you know, to what made me a champion." And I would tr I would have tried to rekindle uh, 
all like re- rekindle my everything with like go back to the source go back kind of? to the source and, and make amends with the and just apologize to people i've hurt and go back i think personally teddy atlas was pretty good a, a, a trainer for him but because even though custom auto was his mentor and trainer where you have to understand that he was in his 70s he was not, not holding the mitts for juggernaut like tyson the atlas was the hands of uh what, what was was the model's hands he's the one who did the heavy lifting so to speak he's the one who trained um tyson from day one but then this incident happened to between tyson and one of atlas uh, relative relatives that led to atlas dismissal and uh, that that thing was also you know could have could have been handled differently but it happened for a reason but had i been tyson i would have tried to rekindle contact with uh with atlas that's just my my personal opinion i mean atlas can be abrasive but he's a straight shooter and i think he had he needed tyson needed breaks hmm. and atlas had a has a very good set of breaks and he if he says no the foot goes goes down and that's and that's what tyson needed that he, he only needed one thing his discipline the rest just point in the right just direction natural ability yeah. and and i mean <laughs> hmm. and he regained the title just not not even be, not half of what he was as a fighter and he still regained the title but uh it just sucks because we never saw him saw him in his prime because he wasn't a can during his prime years hmm. and when he came back he didn't he didn't come back the same fighter he came How back long abroad was he in there for three years 19 three from years. 92 to 95 hmm. so he came back at 29 so he met, he didn't fight during age 24 six 27 28 those are prime those are the years. golden years yeah. yeah because you're still young you're still in your youth and you still have all the baggage you've acquired from your previous uh, uh um fights and that's in this case because it's boxing so the you mental little, and the physical intertwine perfectly yeah. hmm. you know after that you slowly go in, the, in decline you go you gain more experience mentally but your your physique declines depending on where your style and your 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 Especially if you're and going that, that hard. Right? Yes, yes. And is that mix of uh, the 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 physical and the mental? Is that like is that where your book is coming from? Is like a, are oh you well, my, my book. The the reason why I'm writing this book is actually came from George Young, one of uh, the, one of the first pupils, the originals. I call him the, one of the originals of the Catskill Boxing Club, which is now the Custom Models KO Boxing Gym. And George Young and his brother uh, Greg and his uncle, they were all uh, fighting there. And the young brothers were really good. And it sucks because I th- I had George's career been, been handled better, I think he could have gone places. And uh, from my interviews, a lot of people said that he was an even more ferocious body pit, body puncher than even Tyson himself. That a wow. lot of people that I've interviewed, not a lot, all the people I've interviewed were unanimous about that one. Really. But he's the one because I wanted to learn the style. I'm, I'm I'm a guy that you know I'm not gonna stop at just watching videos. I want it's, called, to it's the called the peekaboo. It's nicknamed the peekaboo. This the, like this whole because your because of your hands and and like a baby, you're you're, you're peeking over your 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 eyes are peeking over your gloves. The model didn't like that at at, at the time because the it, name you mean yes because those who didn't it was everything whenever something is new people are gonna. Whenever something's anti-conformist, something's whenever there's some, something breaking the not, mold, not exactly breaking the mold, uh, sticking out, uh, non-conventional people, 
people are going to make fun of it. Especially the old timers. Like, exactly. Ah, bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. What is this, a kid's game? You know, yeah. they, and they, they tried to emasculate him and belittle his style by like, calling it a peekable. So he didn't like that. But over time, the derogatory connotation changed. Because he we took saw it back. exactly because <laughs> you know I mean at his best Tyson was 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 steamrolling over opponents guy and he was a small heavyweight yeah I mean he stalled at five ten it was like the first round he was a it was a he one round not, bulldog. At, at, at the height of his career he was thirty five and oh uh, thirty KOs and thirty five fights nineteen in the first round nineteen in the first round. Crazy. That's that's more than half. It became yeah. a running joke. Like surviving the first round with Tyson became like a victory. Okay, yeah. of of course, in the first year, I mean, some of the opponents, I mean, you can could tell they were journeymen. Sure, they didn't they, belong in the same ring. They just, but that's the case with any fighter that's up and coming. You're not gonna throw him a, a legitimate threat when you're trying to build the, the portfolio uh, 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 of a fighter. And especially in Tamaro's case, he knew time was against him and he wanted to see him become youngest heavy. He wanted his revenge back on the boxing establishment because he's been sort of like cast estranged, out. cast yeah. out, so to speak. He 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 so he was he was sort of exiled, you know. He had his golden years, but uh, he wanted to go out with a bang. And Tyson was the weapon. Uh, yeah, okay. definitely. He said I got my Sonny Liston and he had uh, he, and Sonny Liston was the, the brood of the 50s and 60s until Cash, a certain Cassius Clay, a.k.a. Ali, Muhammad Ali, uh, showed it, proved otherwise. Uh, but uh, he, he, was, he had the intimid- in, like intimid- the fear factor, the intimidation, the, the, the physique, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the strength. But he was, he was fast like Ali, powerful like Foreman, relentless like Frazier. He had, it, he had the whole package. Mm-hmm. He just didn't have the discipline to do it on his own. And and when I went there, so you went there to just just to be clear, y- your your focus was on figuring out the the just history. learning. I just wanted to learn it to to to, to complement to to better my boxing skill and implement it into my Casey. Okay. You know, I I, I went there first without knowing George with a, with a certain trainer uh, without know, naming her. I didn't have a good experience and I got screwed over, charged too much and okay. didn't learn anything. But that's okay. That one thing. Everything's an experience. You paid your dues. <laughs> yes, literally. Uh, but that led me to, uh, to 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 find. I found. It led me to George. I found him. And uh, and just to be clear, George is was training there back in the eighties, late seventies, early eighties. So he was in the like he was in the nest of people where Mike Tyson. Yes, came he up. knew. He knew Mike. He trained. Okay. He, he trained in the same gym. You know. He trained. He knew Mike. He trained in the same gym. He was a. Uh, he won the 1983 Empire uh, uh, State Games. Uh, his brother was a. Is a Greg. He's a Golden Gloves. Golden Gloves champion. A tra- a champion. He's now the head trainer. His brother Greg is now the head trainer at the gym in Catskill, and uh, George is an assistant trainer and he trains the young fighters, the amateurs. Whereas Greg will focus more on on the on the, the professionals who show who show, show there show up there and uh yeah he and george uh he's the one who he's i think he saw that i was passionate and i was good with words and he said he just said we're skyping one night he said why don't you write a book yeah i'll, t- I'll tell you who to contact and why don't you write a book on the uh, on the style it's never been done before and uh on the peekaboo style yeah, yeah. Okay. and i was like shit why not yeah and i, I was motivated and uh and he, he told me about all the students who were there so I tried to find them on Facebook and uh, however I could. 
and I found Tom Patty. And of all the people, he's always the one you suspect the least, right? Of all the people I, I've contacted, that given he, he seemed that he had some kind of uh, uh, he seemed like a successful kind of guy on his Facebook page. He seemed like a career-oriented he's guy. He's like running for office. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's he, right now. He's uh, the, the, he's running for a supervisor, uh, the equivalent of mayor, uh, like the, councilman, or exactly something. Uh-huh. Of, of this city of Stockton. And I didn't think he would write back. He wrote back. The, the the very next day and he was very motivated that I was motivated to write this book and I think we both completed one another the same way Joe Frazier and Ali completed one another they were so opposite I Tom seems the way I, I, I understood it that's my interpretation that sure. doesn't mean it's right no, fair but enough. the way I understood our, our agreement on our you know, uh, dynamic, or dynamic, what? exactly. Yeah. It's just that he had the knowledge, but he's so busy that he didn't have the time to put to, to write the book. And he noticed that I had the will, I had the linguistic skill. I didn't have, but I didn't have the knowledge, but I had the time to do it. So now so he started co- cooperating. Exactly, mm-hmm. because uh, Tom is was Tom is very good. He's a he's a, he's got an acting background. He's he's very he's very soft spoken, very articulate. He expresses himself clearly. So he conveys ideas very clearly, and he's uh, he's always been from day one to now, knock on wood. But he's always been very receptive, very available. I have a question. Doesn't matter if he has fifteen meetings that day, a business meeting He'll or polit- political events. He's gonna take a two minutes, go in a corner. Well, I assume that's what he does, not in the middle of a speech, but he's gonna read my email or my 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 text and he's going to answer back and he's going to take as, as as long as it takes for me to understand because i think he's a, a perfectionist like me and we want it to be this book to be perfect and we just took it from there and i also met brian shaniger another original and his father just like tom's father a uh, new cuss back in the day we're talking 50s 60s okay uh, tom patty's uh father trained under cuss uh and at the gramercy gym uh, in uh, New York and uh, New, York, New York City, and so this is a guy that's like linked to the yeah they, 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 the Mike Tyson yeah exactly they, and network. it's funny because I, I like to think that Mike Tyson will be the cherry on top because I met all those guys except Tyson but I'm not in a hurry in a hurry to do so but I just know it's just gonna it's just a foregone conclusion at this point it's gonna happen because yeah. and Brian was it was very useful in the, in the sense that he knows all the st- historical part of the gym, the Catskill gym. Uh, Tom knows everything there is to be known about the style. He knows about the history, but the you fact mean the method that the, the well that, that would be <laughs> that would be more of a style actually than okay. a, than a, a, me, a method. Uh, I tried. Uh, no, it was, it it, no, it's definitely. fine because from the style you have to adapt it. To, uh, to, 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 and, and Tyson took liberties when that that were not different. That, that we're not necessarily part of the By curriculum, the book, yeah. but you know, he, Tyson is Tyson, and Patterson was Patterson, and Torres was Torres, and Tom Patty is Tom Patty. Tom said when I I fought because he had amateur fights and everything, he was more technical. So he was, he was not like the the juggernaut, the the the, the mauling, the the, yeah, the, 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 the wrecking ball that 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 Tyson was. He was more cerebral, and he that was that was perfect. He would work you. He would wear you down. Well, you well, I never saw stuff. him fight, but I think yeah, he would use more technique and, and wits and ring IQ to, to best you rather than. And I'm not saying that Tyson didn't have ring no, IQ. No, no, but, but he, he, he didn't steamroll you exactly. But he he 
the thing with, with Tyson was, was to overwhelm you, overpower you, use brute strength and physicality. Whereas Tommy is not, he's not a, a, an imposing guy. He's not a, not a big guy physically. He's like a finesse dude. So yeah, he, he would probably work more on finesse. That's, that's what he told me when I met him for the first time in, in November for the 30th anniversary of Custom Auto's death in Catskill. So that's, that's how it started. I mean, I had Brian with all the insights about the, about the gym and the, the history of the gym. And because his father was a close friend and a chauffeur, and cuss chauffeur because he was getting too old to drive around. Uh, I had Tom for uh, for the information, everything information related about the the, the mechanics of the of the style. Mm-hmm. I had, and and uh, I, I think my middleman, the one that connected me to them, was George. So uh, so yeah, that's how that's how I that's how it started, and then, uh, I've been doing that for since 2014. Okay, so this this book is pretty much like. How, what's the status of it in terms of uh, I mean I know you've done a lot of work on it uh, how far along are you or are you at a liberty to say uh, yeah I'm definitely at a liberty to say uh, the book is technically finished in terms of content I'm just ironing everything out and sometimes you know I I write it I write it especially on my free time at work when I'm on my breaks And but I, I write it, I never have like Three hours to myself to sit down. I'm gonna do this. I'm. I'm. I live alone. I have a, a dog, Pitbull. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep my. Don't make me. Don't make me get rid of my Pitbull. Yeah. I have two cats. Uh, I, have to, I have to do everything on my own. So I. I don't write that much at home. I do mo- most of the thing. Most of my writing. Uh, when I'm on 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 my break at work. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. We'll cut that. Out. Uh, so, so you like you type it out on your laptop? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I bring my laptop top at work, and uh, when I when I have a second to myself, whenever you get a break, you do. yeah, exactly. When I have, uh, I think I have fifteen minutes, and I'm gonna you go do that. But sometimes you re you reread yourself, and you're like, oh shit, what the fuck was I saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I mean the, the the syntax is wrong. It's all wrong. And it's not my first language either. Although it's yeah, you speak a. That's another thing. You speak like a, a couple of languages, right? Yeah, I'm currently learning my. 10th language 10th language wow. yes. so what are they uh, I speak uh, French English Spanish Italian German Swedish uh, Norwegian's pretty good I can survive in Danish uh, now I'm learning Portuguese and Brazilian Dutch, or uh, Brazilian Portuguese, Portuguese? Uh, I would say actively I would I speak seven of them passively that means I, I like cannot answer, I cannot answer back or write back but I can understand and read uh, over ten. Yeah. That's a that's, yeah. a that's a fucking lot of languages, man. Yeah, my hard drive is getting getting pretty pretty full. Full, yeah. <laughs> so Swedish and Danish. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, I know you did the exchange program in Sweden. Is that what led you to learning Swedish? No, actually, it's uh, I just uh, started. A woman? Ch- I, yeah, well, that was a good incentive. But uh, I I went there uh, first time. I didn't read. I didn't know the language. I just spoke English, and I hate sounding like a sounding like a, a tourist just speaking english uh, like uh, i hated it I, I know some people they don't mind like being, like they ve- think it's being charming. Ve- ve- yeah. very ethnocentric and i want a coca-cola where's a goddamn mcdonald's yeah. you know yeah. you, you, you just you, were like you, fuck it i want to speak in fr- you're in freaking kenya you're like they don't have mcdonald's here and like the, ug- <laughs> the ugly american exactly yeah. Yeah. well i don't want to name names but you know what i, I it's I, a cliche i i want tater tots exactly you don't have tater tots <laughs> exactly. I, I didn't like being it. Be, I hated it. So I came back and I just started chatting on MSN in Swedish. And I, 
I found obviously lovely Swedish women to, to speak with, and I, yeah, I just, apparently there are some. There's some motivation for and, you. And uh, <laughs> I just within six, I also find a private tutor. Uh, I wasn't. I was standing at Future Shop, saw this fair woman, too fair to be not to be Scandinavian. Approach her, turned out she was had to be Scandinavian. And I just, I, I just pick up languages very easily. After six weeks, I could already, you know converse and I, I she didn't she said i don't even pr prepare my classes anymore for you because you know <laughs> you got there, you, you, there's no point you just pick up too too quickly so <laughs> um but yeah uh, uh about the languages 10 yeah, that's so. uh that's that's impressive i huh. mean I, I spoke i've spoken five or six languages but like I, not at the same time like over you know some have come and gone you know yeah. uh and currently i speak three but like there, there's definitely something to that that ability to be able to pick up well, languages. It's, well, I mean, some people, it's uh, I, I, I can't I, I can't even I can barely tie my shoes right the first time. Yeah, <laughs> around I can't fix things. There are deficiencies I, I, in other. No, departments. exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a builder. I'm a breaker. Uh, but I mean, that's one of my strengths. Just like people, they never did took a mechanics class but they can they can dis yeah. dis disassemble or reassemble a car no problem it's just, it i guess my younger son i think has exhibits that those that behavior yeah, like the yeah. i know he's gonna be like taking stuff like i want to find old vcrs for him so he can just like because he seems to have like a, a knack for it yeah but uh that's super interesting okay so do you have anything in in terms of uh a a release date year uh um i was initially i was uh, very ambitious of, uh, of, of on my part i wanted to have it released hopefully by the summer but uh like now <laughs> but it's, that's not gonna happen uh but obviously we're thinking i'm thinking thinking the end of the year okay uh, definitely because uh i'm proofreading it i i've i've uh dissected and separated every chapter uh, I basically dissembled the book mm -hmm. to take it to, to analyze all of it s chapter by chapter and to make sure it's perfect. I'm a perfectionist. And Are you like, editing it yourself? Huh? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm editing it myself. I'm going to send it to two, two people I, I, I trust with my life to, who are who, who also happen to be good, very good in English. Hmm. Two people whom I trust and uh, they're going to proofread it and, uh, and judge it also, I want I want them to judge not only the the content, uh, but the, not not only the content but the container as well. So, right. the, is it interesting and is it well written? Right. So, uh, and after that, well, then I'll I'll just send it to Tom, uh, and he's gonna get have his, it. Uh, maybe get him to write a foreword or. Yeah, well, I I want Tyson to write the foreword. That's my. Oh angle. yeah. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Because uh, he's okay. still he's still very good friends with. Uh, uh, and, and it's it's not in Tom's interest. Uh, I guess I, I uh, pleasantly, amicably sandbagged him with that. <laughs> I said, "Look, I told him. I remember one of our, our first conversation. I said, Tom, do you want do you want this book to to, to sell?'" He said, "Obviously, yes. <laughs> you know, what would be the point of me saying no? What would be the point of you doing all that if it's going to bomb and not sell? No one's going to read he it." He said, yeah. "Okay, well, you're gonna you're gonna read it." And if it's good, you're gonna ask Mr. Tyson to write a page-long forward. It's like I wanted to read it. If he says ah, it sucks, okay, obviously <laughs> no, no forward. <laughs> it's not. There's not gonna be any point. But if you, I, you, I don't think it's gonna suck. You think he's gonna like it? I I sent a few samples to to, to to Brian and to Tom, and they liked it. 
So a few samples of of, of certain of my book, and they liked it. So I, I I can't see in my right mind why I don't want to be too sure myself, but there's uh, a there's a likely chance that yeah, it'll it'll I, end. I, I, I mean, I you've think, done your you're done you've done your research. Yeah, yeah you seem very yeah. passionate about it. Yeah, I, I, like I, you I know leave, this stuff. Exactly, you live I, this stuff. I leave no stone un- unturned. No stones unturned. And he also I, beats a, a a bag like a fucking like jackhammer. Like <laughs> what? I have no doubt. Yeah, when you, you, I've, you I've, I've heard your I've heard your boxing stories, man. When you go train and stuff, and like you're 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 wrecking the equipment. Oh yeah, well that was on my other gym. I I hit a punching bag and the chain chain broke, so I ran away because I didn't want to pay for the bag <laughs> and the equipment. But uh, uh, who knows? Maybe maybe the, it, it was just the ceiling that was wrong. I don't want to give myself too much credit but if if i have a strong side in boxing i, I do have the power in a, in a perfect world <laughs> like the message i would have sent to tyson is like really dingy like gritty video of that of like security footage of this guy just like punching a bag off the chain <laughs> and then just like walking up to the camera and out of breath and be like i want to write a book about you <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a great promo <laughs> and we're gonna actually uh, we're gonna actually talking about uh, i'm doing some promo stuff together so that, that could be cool as well there you go yeah simon this has been really fucking educational man this thank has been you really interesting well, but yeah we're, we're thinking about i'm thinking about at the end of the year, early next year is the latest. Because now, I mean, I, I've, I've proofread it. Uh, all I need to, to do now is add, uh, convert the pictures I've taken of Tom into images. And I know there's a program on, on the internet. You can do that, turn pictures into drawings. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah or maybe okay. I'm going to do it myself. I'll, I'll see. And there's just add the, 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 the boring part, the, the bibliography, the glossary, right. table of contents. It, it's tedious. I hate Designing it. I want to hang, hang myself and shoot, and shoot myself in the head every time. But the good part is, you know, it's it's the last piece of the puzzle. And then yeah, it's the done. dressing is right. just the... Well, so you'll definitely... Somebody, sorry, go ahead. If somebody wants to get their hands on this book... Listening to the podcast, there might you know, there's people who are well, interested in this. There's that, and uh, we're how do they get their hands? Yeah, on where it? can we hear? Where can we see your stuff? Do we and just follow you online until well, until it comes you, out. You or? can. There's True School Boxing. That's my. Uh, that's my. Uh, my web page that True that School I, Boxing that I co that I co own co own and co run with uh, two other guys, great guys, Jeremiah Preister and. Uh, and Travis Fleming, two guys. Uh, I'm not a big team player. I'm more of a lone wolf. And uh, but those guys, Doc on Wood, everything's like, they're the right guys. Yeah, they're the right guy. Everything fits in perfectly. There's they're good symbiosis. Uh, good. There's a good uh, uh, dynamic. Work, dynamic. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of respect. Uh, there's uh, the custom auto speakaboo boxing page that I run. Uh, yeah, we'll put links to all of that. Yeah, there's there's a Facebook True School Boxing page. Uh, obviously, the the, the Peekaboo page is the one that you know uh, I, I administer and, and manage most because uh, I created it. Uh, I'm is the that, only one. Is that for the book specifically? It, it, it's about it's about the style, but yes, obviously, I always get questions about the book. That's why I think this podcast it's it, it's going to answer a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's almost done, guys. It's almost done. Uh, I just want it because I've, I've. This is gonna be the gateway. I have so much material, mm. and it's gonna be a very good book. But you know what? I think my other books after that are gonna be even better. Yeah, it's certainly it, gonna. From the bo- the authors I know, it, it gives you like a once you put one out, it like gives you a, a, the bug. It's a, it's a it's a it's a gateway. It's you know it's a gateway to other other books because you know I'm, I'm still talking about somebody else's life's work I'm, I'm honored yeah. to do that and I want to preserve 
uh, custom models legacy. I don't like all the people at the gym right now who uh, who run it. Uh, those the people I've mentioned so far in this <laughs> in this podcast are the ones that I trust with my life mm. and that have are good and well intentioned. I don't know all the people, but there's some certain people I like less. And I'm not sure that they have the best interest, but those the people I mentioned are the ones who have the best interest uh, of at heart in regards to preserving uh, custom models legacy. And not just trying to milk it exactly, yeah. or make money off his name, piggyback right off his name. And you know, it, I do it really because I think he's one of the, probably the best trainer uh, that boxing is that 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 ever that ever, ever graced boxing. And uh, there's Eddie Futches, a good a few good trainers. But he's definitely at the top of the list, or in the top three, I would say at least. But in my in my mind, he 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 spoke to people in a way that no other coach did. He his impact, you see his imprint on all those guys I've mentioned. You know, uh, that's Tom, rare. That's a teacher. T- t- Tom's very hardworking, um, and, and and all those guys have one word. I, if I I could give them a common uh, quality. They all have int- integrity. They're Tom, Brian, and I would George. Say, I would say that about you as well. Yeah, I, I would say so. But uh, I would say you're, no, I, I mean, I can we, say it. I you, mean, can't, we, you can't say it. I can say it. <laughs> yeah, you, get, you get my vote too. I'm convinced. No. You'll, you'll have to edit that too. But I, I do believe, all jokes aside, that I think it's important to, to, be, to have honor and respect and, and to have integrity in life because that's such a rare quality. And it's such a rare thing in yeah. martial arts too. Like there are some people who you know are really something that, to aspire again, to, but there's also like that's the, why we, the whole douchebag factor. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do the whole McDojo uh, Americana thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to keep it pure. When a student comes to me, I don't want. I want to refer to him as a student and a learner. I don't want to see him as a customer. Yes, in a, in a sense, at his advantage. Yes, I don't want to screw him over. Screw, screw him over. But I don't want to say. Okay, well, to, once you've paid your dues, well, I don't have time for your questions. I don't. I don't want to see it that way. And if for any reason uh, the book doesn't get picked up by a publishing house, well, we're, I'm thinking about crowd crowdfunding it. Hmm. I'm gonna crowdfunding it anyways because you know hope for the hope for the best, plan for the worst. Yeah. And if I get picked up by a publishing house and I I I you know I. I managed to, to be successful in my crowdfunding, and I'll use that money to go to Tom and and keep learning the style because I think uh, he's the he speaks to me. I'm not saying he's a be, he's a better teacher than George or or Greg, but I have this you no, know, I connect with him a lot better. Uh, George is a bit more maverick in his way, and, wow. and I, I don't mind that. And I like. People like to think outside the box, but in terms of learning, I want to be—I want to keep it very dogmatic and pure, just to I, just to uh, so I know that this is how he was thought, and he didn't—he didn't give himself liberties. And then, you know, the next thing you know, the apple falls far from the. He didn't dilute the, tree. the, the exactly. The, it's, I want it to be pure, as pure well, as possible. Yeah, that's well, I'll I'll definitely back your your Kickstarter, man. Because okay. it seems seems like with your teaching as well as with the book that you're really trying to yes bring yes. some bring some value. And, you know, and and and, and Montreal, there need yeah. more people like that. And boxing and Montreal is a boxing mecca, and there's Montreal is a very they talk about Las Vegas because there's Las Vegas is it's Sin City. And there's there's so many things you can do, and, and, and they have it, a hockey team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for some exactly. reason, but I would say uh, Me- Montreal it's not as big a venue uh, or as as known worldwide as Las Vegas, 
and, but, but like with all with like a lot of sports this is a like a, yeah, a, a proving yeah. ground or yes. a, a, a birthplace of great athletes yes and i i think uh the infighting and the art it's the only it's the only uh system that style that teaches you to be elusive while pressing forward if you watch all those guys floyd mayweather andre ward Nikoli Noloshe, uh, all those guys who were very, who are very defensively, uh, Rigondo, all those guys who are defensively sound. They all need distance. They all need to take a step back, or, uh, or, or they need certain distance to operate. But Tyson, he was always in your face, always slipping, weaving, always blindsiding you while pressing forward. Mm. So, so it never gives you time. It never. It, I, I, I sparred. I'm not. I'm far from being a professional, but you know, you, you Jason, you know me. I like to test things out. Yes. I went. I went to a gym. I said, <laughs> went to a boxing gym. I, I told one of the coaches, "Are you a coach?" Yes. And you have boxing experience, obviously. Okay, get in the ring with me. And I, I had no, no more than 20 rounds of sparring under the belt. Period. And uh, I did. I did well. I did well because it's anti-conforming. Didn't expect me. Nobody fights that way anymore. Nobody. Sh- very few people shift the way the pre-World War II fighters do. The only pe- boxers who do today, surprise, surprise, are Eastern Europeans and, uh, and Eurasian fighters. Why? Because of the insularity, insularity of communism. During the communist years, their boxing stayed pure. Right. It, it wasn't diluted or influenced by Ali's, uh, sh- Ali's shuffle or fighting only strictly it's, from it the outside. Of, it, it was closed, therefore it stayed the same. Exactly. Okay. And that's why all those guys, Golovkin, Kovalev, Beterbiev, who now lives in Montreal, they all, they're, they're murdering everybody because they fight like old school fighters. And old school fighters, their trainers were, were, were bare knuckle fighters. So it, it, right. it, 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 the it, old gladiators. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it was like snatch, you know, bare knuckle fighting. It was the real thing. It was no joke. So it's still very pure. They they do stuff that's been lost uh, through the sense of time, but they manage to to keep to 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 sure. to, 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 keep, to maintain it to preserve it. Okay. So that's this this is like clearly, man. We're we're you're gonna have to come back um, <laughs> and and tell tell us more about the stuff. We'd love. I'd love to be able to do a show with you as well. You know when the book launches. And oh yeah, for sure. And for monitor sure. that, and I'm sure, and I'd and I'd recommend it to any. I mean, I know my copy is like reserved. I'm reserving it right I now. I hope so. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, sign me up too, man. You're at least selling two copies. Okay, minimum, <laughs> right? I'm quitting my job tomorrow. <laughs> so at least two copies are in the back. But uh, I'd love to have you back because I know there's a bunch of more things we could talk about, and um, uh, I'd love to get your like opinions on a bunch of things like UFC and. Yeah, all this yeah. other stuff and and just just come back and shoot the shit with us it doesn't even have to be about martial oh, well, arts or like boxing. i said you ju- just let me know i'll usually i work thursday nights unless you yeah. do it other nights i know you always do on thursdays uh, we work <laughs> we, we work around people's okay I, yeah. I, i'm off usually one friday out of two where i can take a day off on one thursday off i mean i i love being here this is what i i'm I want to end up becoming a boxing trainer eventually. Nice. Like, yeah. I want to test myself, maybe do one amateur competition just to. I mean, just I want to, I want to be the oldest fighter. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I want, I want the, the the cougars who are going to be my age bring their kids. I'm going to say, hey, honey, I'm going to fight your son. If I go easy, <laughs> if I go easy on you, can I you think you and I can hook up? Go up on <laughs> <the day. laughs> so. Well, Simon, this has been absolutely uh, fascinating. So thanks for coming out. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming, me. man. Thank you. And you're welcome back to this table anytime, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Fire guys. Fire in the hole. Fire in the hole.